biggest advantage is I'm dirty. I'm dirty. I don't give a fuck what people think. Do you know how many people when I put out these garage sale videos, my homies in Silicon Valley and Hollywood and Wall Street, like players are DMing me shit. Like half of them are like, this is the best shit I've ever seen. But half of them are like, yo, you're making yourself look stupid. I'm like, to who? To you? Fuck you. I'm serious. To what? You're judging me? You're a fucking idiot. I, don't, I think it's stupid that you're golfing for nine hours. AJ, I know you love golf, my son. So, like, you know, like, I don't wanna golf. Fuck you, Malibu Don, you're surfing. I can't surf. Fuck that shit, it's stupid. I don't wanna waste four hours trying to surf. I wanna go to somebody's fucking garage like I did a couple months ago and buy a bunch of Olympic pins for 20 bucks and flip them on eBay for 4,000. I bet a bunch of people here only got 20 bucks be pumped as fuck to turn it into 4,000. On some hours that you wasted playing 2K and listening to the baby's album 10 times. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. But the best part about music is you can listen to fucking the baby's fucking mixtape while you list that shit on eBay. You know how much dumb time you guys waste? Professional athletes in college, busy as shit. Fuck you, you got time. You know you got time. Fucking chasing skirts and playing video games. Put in work. I think the best way to build your brand is to put shit out on the internet. Facebook, Twitter, start a vlog. You know, there's a kid at the University of Texas, Colin Johnson, I see having a vlog as a receiver. You know, just see what he's like, put a vlog. But you gotta do what's good for you. Maybe two or three of you start a podcast. Just record that shit on your phone, post it. Like, you gotta make, you gotta do. You know, it's fun to talk to athletes because a lot of my analogy in business class is like, you can't read about push-ups. You can fucking watch film all day. Until you put the work on the field, that's the game. And that's how I think about building your brand. You can come up with strategies, you can read all my books, you can watch all my videos. But until, until you start putting out videos and pictures and written words on all these platforms, you're doing nothing. What I'm trying to do is give you permission to talk about the shit that's really in your soul, not what you're supposed to be talking about. Give me a 300 pound offensive lineman in college football starting to make content about opera, that fucking kid's gonna blow up. Because it's not what you expect. So the thing you're most into or the thing that you know the most about, putting out those posts, you can't imagine how much upside there is about that. I just don't give a fuck about what anybody thinks about me because they don't know who the fuck I am inside. Like how can I value your opinion about me if you don't know me? Like my mom knows me the best in the world, she's my hero, and she doesn't know everything about me. It's real easy to not let judgment come in when you have empathy for the other person and know they're just seeing a clip of you or just one moment of time, they don't know you. Everybody's slow because they value other people's opinions. I just have no time for that. Mainly on some weird shit. You know when it really, I mean I was always that way, but where I went to 100 was when all these famous people started dying and we gave a fuck on Twitter for like a day and then we don't give a fuck no more. A Lot less people talking about my man Nipsey now. It's only been a couple months. And they're just fucked with me. I'm like man, I'm trying to do all these things. Like we're just human beings. Like. My grandma passed a couple weeks ago and like buried her in Woodbridge and like, I don't know, it's not on my mind that much today. 
that's just life. So it got real easy for me to like navigate because I'm like, what? I'm really gonna value somebody else's opinion about me when they don't know? I got one life. Do you know how, my friends, do you know how rare it is to have a life? The odds right now, currently, that science accepts for the odds of actually being alive is 400 trillion to one. There's no shit you'll ever do in your life that is more ridiculous than the fact that you even have one. And people out here crying about what they don't have or what's fucked up with society or what they can't or what, just complaining. And the, the biggest thing, bro, nobody gives a fuck. Like, it sucks. You know, my, both my grandfathers spent a dec, one of my grandfathers spent almost, actually spent 10 years in jail and one spent a, a couple months, both for just being Jewish in Russia. You know? And like the reality of like my parents growing up in the Soviet Union, I realized like nobody gives a fuck, right? Like doesn't mean there isn't racism, sexism, suppression. It's just that what? Like we're just in control of our shit. And that's how I think. I'm in control of my shit and I don't give a fuck what you think and I just go. And so getting through Roblox is easy. It's, you know, there's this, cr- how many people seen Rocky Four, The one with Drago? Real quick, just raise your hands real quick. I'm just curious for the reference, okay. Rocky Four, for the couple of you that didn't raise your hand, Rocky's fighting the Russian dude. He goes to Russia, he beats him, right? At the end of it, there's a scene that nobody ever talks about, I've Googled this shit, but for me, I can't stop thinking about it 25, 30 years later. At the end, Drago loses and he grabs the mic, and this is when the Cold War was going down, like Russia and America hated each other. It's like terrorism now for America, right? Like real, like shit. At the end, he grabs the mic after he took an L and he goes, Fuck all of you, basically. He goes, I'm in the ring for me. This is my L, not Russia's L to America, mine. And that's how I think about this shit. I'm not worried about your judgment. When I lose, that's my L. I don't care about your opinions of my L. I would have been a real good quarterback. Like next play, like I just don't care. It doesn't matter. I'll throw nine picks and still fucking win the game if you let me stay in, you know? (laughs) Like that's how I think. That's how I think as a human, that's how I think as an entrepreneur, you know? It's just like, I always think about like the things in the mental makeup that I had that would have made me really good at sitting here. It's like, next fucking play, what? People booing, what? Coach is gonna yell at me on Tuesday on film? I don't have time for that right now, I got a fucking next play. That's life. Nobody cares that your fucking mother was fucked up. Nobody cares where you came, nobody cares. Like of course people care, but they can't do shit about it. You don't like it, move. Go to Sweden. (laughs) You know, my failures are funny because I'm an immigrant so I've always got, I never do shit that's like gonna put me totally out of business. I always got a nest egg, I'm always on like third and a half bait. Like I'm never doing something that's like over the edge and if this fucks up it's like You know? My biggest mistakes have been the things I haven't done. I referenced it real quick. If you go read my first book in 2008, Crush It, 2008. I thank my family and one random person, Travis Kalkinick, who went on to start Uber, who used to, when me and AJ started VaynerMedia, used to fly around like in Vegas and shit and just hang out with us because he had no job, he was in between. Starts Uber, I'm investing like crazy on everything. He asked me to invest in Uber twice and I said no. Because I just bought an apartment, I was a little less liquid, I thought it was a side project for him. I also thought Uber was like a rich man's game. Like it was originally like, a limo on your phone. So I was like, you know, how big is that gonna be? 
and I passed twice. We got in a little bit later, you know, so we did all right. But, but I mean, I le- I mean, if I wrote my normal fifty thousand, twenty-five thousand dollar check, I probably left in the ballpark of three hundred to eight hundred million on the table. So that's an L. <laughs> and on some real shit, like. I don't even feel it because what I've started to really learn about myself in the last year or so is I'm about the process, not the trophies. I'm just about the process. I love my game. I love my game so much. I want to win. I'd like to have that W. But uh, money's funny, right? Like anybody who doesn't have it thinks it's the key to happiness and they're super confused and then they say, well, easy for you to say you, you have it. And I was like, yo, I didn't have it for a long ass time. I lived in the villas in Springfield Avenue in Springfield in a shit fucking apartment until I was 28, buying nothing, making 40, 50,000 a year, working fucking 90 hours a week in a liquor store. So I've tasted both. So I made a lot of mistakes. I pass on all sorts of shit. I just don't know what the mistakes are because I say no so much because I'm so fucking busy. What if that one meeting was with, you know? Make a lot of mistakes. On that 400 trillion to one thing, I'm grateful. Straight up, like I don't know what to say. Like you might have not been born, right? Like your dad could have been late to the apartment that day. You, like on some real shit. Like I don't think people contextualize perspective. Like what? Like you're alive. You could have been a tree. You could have, like, like, right? Like, like it's, this is cool. Like life is good. Like it's cool to have one. That's number one. Being the big, one of the biggest things for me is being the bigger person. I hate conflict. Ironically, like I'm a tough guy when I have the mic and nobody else can talk, but in real life, I like, like happiness and like vibes and like, so like I've eaten shit my whole life. Like kids stole hundreds of thousands of dollars from me in the liquor store. Like. Like literally, like I found a way for him not to go to jail for a long time. Like, you know, like just being the bigger person has been a core principle of mine. Not valuing money over family and like happiness has been huge, fuck money. Like really, you can, you can not care about money more when you don't care about what people think about your money. You know? Like, you know, so, um, being the bigger, um, dude, patience. Like, I've talked a lot of shit and I'm sure a lot of people are like, gonna walk away with not giving a fuck or flip life or what have you. Like, if you leave with anything, if, if I had my choice, it would be, holy shit, I'm gonna live four more full lives and no matter how crazy what I think about right now is and like what do I wanna accomplish on or off the field, like, I got four fucking lives to do it. Like, you guys know Grey Goose? The guy who invented that as an entrepreneur invented it at 78. 